is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God. Oh, walk, walk, walk. Walking in the light of God. serve the Lord by walking in the light of God. Isaiah 2 verse 5. Isaiah 2 verse 5. O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. The little flock 
who have chosen this narrow way of the truth are advised by the Spirit of God to walk in obedience to the mysteries or to the hidden truths of the kingdom of heaven given to them by Jesus. Matthew 13, 11. Matthew 13, 11. He answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So this little flock are privileged to be given the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, that is the hidden truths of the kingdom of heaven. If this little flock must enter heaven, they have to walk in obedience to these hidden truths given to them by Jesus. And these hidden truths are the doctrine of God his Father, John 7, 16. John 7, 16. Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. David said in Psalm 119.30 and in Psalm 26 verse 3, he said he had chosen the way of truth and that he had worked in it. Because he did not only choose the way of truth, but he worked in it, in the truth. Today they have. So in this Christian race, everyone who has chosen this way of truth must strive to enter heaven by walking in this truth. To enter heaven should be the ultimate goal of any true child of God. And it is only those who are violent against sin or against Satan and his temptations that will take the kingdom of heaven by force. As Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 12. Matthew 11. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. That is, the kingdom of heaven allows violence. Violence against sin. Violence against Satan and his imagines. Not to compromise with them. No matter how they pressurize you, you must take your stand. Now, let's read Ephesians 5.17. Ephesians 5.17. 5.17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. It is when we walk in obedience to this truth that we will be wise to understand what the will of the Lord is in every situation, in every matter. But if you are not walking in this truth, you will not know the will of God concerning that matter before you, concerning that situation. And you fall into a certain trap. Now, let's read Jeremiah 5.26. Jeremiah 5.26. For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he that setteth snares. They set a trap. They catch men. The days are evil. And so the devil is using the wicked who are even found among the people of God to set traps 
to catch men. Therefore, it will be very unwise for anyone who has chosen the way of truth not to understand what the will of the Lord is in every matter and circumstance or in any situation. The devil has his own human agents, using them to set trap, to catch men. Those who are destitute of this truth, those who lack social understanding, they are even found among the poor of God. And so for any child to be careless, you see, I've chosen this truth, you are careless. You are not walking in obedience to the mystery that you have been given. You will not know what is the will of God concerning whatever is before you. That will make you to be foolish. Because you are easy prey into Satan trap. Exodus 7, 26. Ecclesiastes 7. 26, and I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is snares and nets, and her hands as bands. Whoso pleaseth God shall escape from her, but the sinner shall be taken by her. The experience or encounter one will have with a wicked woman or a wicked man, whom the devil has seen to set traps and nets to catch men is very bitter. Because their hands are bound. When they catch you, to escape from them, I will allow. So it is only those who please God by walking this truth and understanding the will of the Lord that will escape their trap. Because they understand the will of God in every matter and situation. But the sinner who is not walking in obedience to the hidden truths given to them by Jesus, and so do not understand what the will of the Lord is, will be captured by the devil using this wicked men or women. They will not enter into the trap of the wicked. One thing we must also understand is that those who have chosen the way of truth, if you must walk with the Lord, you must believe and agree with all the doctrines of Christ. Because the Spirit of God says in Amos 33, He says, Two people know if you work out together. Except they what? They are in agreement. So if you are not in agreement with God and His doctrines, you cannot work with Him. John 6, 59 to 60. John chapter 6, 59 to 60. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can bear it? Now, read 66. 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Some of these disciples did not agree with the new doctrine where Christ gave them. So, hence, they could not work with him. Physically, they departed. But in the spirit, some of us are departed. We come physically to the church, but we are departed in the spirit because we do not agree with certain doctrines that the spirit of truth is revealing to us in the church. By and by, they will fall away. 
The devil in his craftiness made them to believe that the doctrine is too hard. Who can hear this one? Uh-uh. Now so they will judge you marriage. Now so they will judge you better. You cannot work with God if you do not agree. I repeat, with what is doctrine? The Spirit of God says in 2 John 9, that whosoever transgresses and abide not in the doctrine of Christ as not God, that anybody who transgress commits sin. He's not abiding in the doctrine of Christ. So he has not God. That person is walking in darkness with the devil, unknown to him. And we always wonder, out of the way of understanding what the will of the Lord is. And we remain in the congregation of the dead, spiritually dead. They always avoid children of true light. They avoid fellowship with other brethren in the true church. Even though they are there, they are man, not they there. So far, the sister I don't come. Proverbs 21, 16. Verse 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Ephesians 5, 8. Ephesians 5, verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Before we came into the knowledge of this truth, to walk in this truth, we were in darkness, walking with the devil in our ignorance. And so we did not understand what the will of the Lord was in many things as at that time. But having come to the knowledge of the truth, the spirit of truth is guiding us into the hidden truths in the scriptures. We are not children of light. We are now wise enough to know what is the will of the Lord in many things. For example, we now know the mind of God concerning the conduct of marriage, concerning the conduct of burial, concerning birthday celebration, concerning Christmas, Easter, New Year, and Thanksgiving celebrations, and many other things which have been practiced and celebrated in ignorance in most churches today. We now know the mind of God concerning all them. The spirit of truth has made us to know that these things are not of God. They are of the devil. Because the devil is the prince of this world. And so is the author of all ungodly festivities that are being observed today. He's the author of all worldly celebrations, which were never practiced or observed in the early church. The early church, they do Christmas celebration. Is there anybody celebration among the, in the early church, among the disciples of the early church? Did Jesus can celebrate his birthday one day? No. Did they celebrate his birthday? No. All these things that the devil has uttered, that are in the world today, they are not of God. They are of the devil, the prince of this world. Such the scripture, nothing of such in the Bible. The early church, we are at war. In prayers, you don't have time for ceremonies. And so we should be like the early church. In spiritual warfare, 
No ceremony in the church. All these things, the scripture to us, made us to know the mind of God concerning them. Annual Thanksgiving. Where you say for Bible? Every day of our life is Thanksgiving to God. Abi? Why must you set aside a day in a year to, to thank God? Your whole life is full of Thanksgiving every day. It was not done in the early church. These are the hidden truths, the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, that Jesus, the Spirit of God, has come to reveal to the little flock that I'm ordained for eternal life in heaven. That's why those people who left, Jesus said it was a hard sin. You know, this doctrine of Christ, to some is a hard sin. But the harder the sin, the nearer you are to the gate of heaven. You must know that, that walking obedient to these hidden truths, revealed to, to us by the Spirit of Christ, is the greatest service we can render to God. More than any other service you are giving. If I am not walking obedient to this mystery, you know, that one we know will take you to heaven. Whether not sacrifice of uh, prayer, whether not sacrifice of uh, fasting, you know, but you are not obeying these hidden truths. It's not as before God. 1 Samuel 15, 22. 1 Samuel 15, 22. 22. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. 2 John 4. 2 John I rejoiced greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment from the Father. The joy of any watchman that God has set over his people who are choosing this way of truth and the joy of heaven is to see that the people of God walk in this truth. That's what gives heaven joy. That's what gives the watchman joy. When he sees the people, he sees the people of God, children of God, walking in this street. Isaiah 41, 13. Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. The Lord has promised those who are walking in this truth that he will help them by holding their right hand to walk with them. So if you are walking in this truth, it gives the Lord God joy. And he says, he will hold your right hand, he will help you in this pregnant journey from here to heaven. And he will walk with you. And so God will help those who are walking in this truth. He will hold their right hand. And so they should not be afraid. As long as you are walking what? in obedience to these hidden truths. That is why they must acknowledge this God in all their ways. That those who have chosen this way of truth, if you want God to work with you, or you know that God is working with you, you must acknowledge him in what? In all your ways. Rather than leaning on your own understanding, which will lead you astray. If you lean on your understanding, you go astray. But if you acknowledge God, in all your ways, 
He will hold your right hand and direct you to the right path, to the right way. And as you are acknowledging him, the Holy Spirit will speak. That's if you have the Holy Spirit indwelling you. My son, this is not the right to Tell this way. Isaiah 30 verse 21. Isaiah 30 verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Oh, the spirit of truth we bring into our remembrance what the doctrine of Christ says concerning that matter that is burdening you, that you are acknowledging for. John 14, 26. John 14, 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So those who have chosen this way of truth and have in them the comfort of the Holy Ghost, Spirit of truth dwelling in them, he will always bring into your remembrance what he has taught you when you are faced with temptation. Or when there's a matter before you, or there's a problem before you. If, for example, I'm just giving an example. You are invited to a marriage ceremony or to a better ceremony by a very close friend or by someone that is so dear to you that you cannot afford to offend. And you bother to acknowledge God sincerely in your heart whether or not to attend this ceremony. If you have the spirit of truth indwelling you, it will make you know God's mind about this kind of invitation by reminding you of his doctrine in James 4.4 that says, don't you know that friendship with the world is a meeting with God? Whosoever is a friend of the world is enemy of God. If you have the spirit of truth, he will remind you of that doctrine. Or, for example, there's a bearer of a loved one before you. And you bother to acknowledge God how to go about it. The spirit of truth in you, if you have him, will remind you of how Jesus Christ was buried. We remind you how Moses was buried by God. We remind you how the saints were buried in the Bible. We bring all this to your remembrance. And this spirit of truth knows that, that conduct, the conduct of that burial will endanger your soul. It can remind you of what Christ said in Luke 9, 60. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. What Jesus Christ is saying in this chapter is that do not struggle over corpse. Allow the spiritually dead, who are dead spiritually, who are not the spirit of Christ, to go and bury their, their dead body the way, the way they want to bury, the way of the world. But don't partake. Nigel can tell that disciples. So. Go and preach the kingdom. That's what I have sent to go and do. We are giving instances in which if you care to acknowledge God and whatever you are doing, the Holy Spirit must already speak. Or oh, there's a family dispute. 
oversharing of family inheritance. I'm just giving instances. If you bother to acknowledge God over that family inheritance by seeking his face, the spirit or two will remind you of Christ's doctrine about family inheritance. Luke 12. Chapter 12. 13 to 15. 13 to 15. And one of the companies said unto him, Master, speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. That is the doctrine of Christ concerning family waiting. By struggling over that, that property, you are being dragged into darkness. Because now believer then be. And once you are dragged into darkness, they can easily kill you and get you the wicked in that family. Be contented with us. If you're in one room, they say, be contented. Don't covet that family inheritance. Now, but we be struggle over inheritance. Wait till end down. Which you no know, kill him. Because you don't drag him into darkness. Now, not obeying the voice of the Spirit of Truth when he's speaking, by reminding of this doctrine, bringing the chapter, bringing the, the, to your remembrance what you have been taught, is to vex the Holy Spirit. And is to rebel against the Holy Spirit. And let, let us see what will be the end of that person. Isaiah 63, verse 10. Isaiah 63, verse 10. But they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to be their enemy, and he fought against them. The Holy Spirit will fight against you. If he's speaking to you, say, don't do, go for that better. Don't do this. Don't go for this thing. Then you can't shun him. You are facing him, and you are rebelling against him. He's saying, go turn again to be your enemy and fight you. When God is fight person, you go survive. Except he get mercy, you repent immediately. Now you go feel survive. No man go save you. No pastor, no prayer will go save you. Except repentance. So let's be sensitive to the voice of who? Of the Holy Spirit and obey. Don't rebel. But when you obey this spirit of truth as he's talking to you, as he reminds you of this doctrine, then you are working with the Lord. Those who work with the Lord, they are clothed with white raiment or fine wedding garments, preparing them for their marriage above the land in heaven. Revelation 3, 4. John 3, verse 4. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. But the rebellious to the spirit of truth, or the stubborn to the children of Christ, are already defiled, and they are clothed with fitting garments, walking in hand in hand with the devil, leading them to hell, except they repent. Remember the spiritual condition of Joshua the high priest. He didn't know that he was clothed with fitting garments because of the sin of iniquity. And what is that sin of iniquity? That is, stubbornness is a sin of what? Of iniquity and idolatry. And what happened to Joshua the Apis? The devil was where? 
at his right hand. Agent don't come out. Agent, agent don't come out now for his right hand. Sit and take over. Because he have been clothed with what? With fitted garment. Because of iniquity. May we not be workers of iniquity. But thank God for the mercy of God upon Joshua the high priest. That he was forgiven. The fitted garment was taken away from him. From him and put, they had to put a new garment upon him. Now the angel can't come back to stay at his right hand where they were carried with him.